There's a king in my dreams and he's heard all my screams and he sings You are alive, you are my life Oh, this king in my dreams gathers me neath his wings and he sings I do not regret you and I will not forget you hello and hello and hello and welcome to this episode of the warriors cry podcast i'm so thrilled to have you guys here with me today and uh i just want to tell you guys i love you so much thanks for listening to the podcast i'm sorry i haven't had a whole lot of episodes here in the recent months um i had uh Matt Spinks and Lynn Spinks back, I think, in early January, December sometime. And then we had Communion Union uh, with myself, Anthony Golden, and David King when I was at the Mystical School. Um, So, unfortunately, I haven't had a whole lot of episodes since. But part of the reason that is is because I was trying to get Brian Schiltz nailed down for the podcast. And, um, unfortunately, he had a schedule that kind of made it hard for him to get on and Thankfully, he was able to take the time out of his busy schedule to, to join us today. So uh, the music you heard as the intro is actually the first song from his album, uh, No More Bastards. Fantastic uh, CD. You can check it out on his website, which is brianschiltzlovesyou.com. And you can also uh, listen to the music on Google Play Music, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, wherever you might want to listen to music at. But it's available there. Um, all of his stuff is there, and I tell you, if 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 uh, if you really want to hear genuine worship music that is not overly commercialized, that is not actually it's not commercialized at all, um, and it is just a raw uh, love affair with Jesus, I would recommend you check this out. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get started in with this episode, and uh, I'm going to introduce you to Brian here in a few minutes, and we're going to have our conversation and uh, go from there. But before I begin, I just want to kind of touch base with you guys and let you know, hey, I've got a Kickstarter out there. Um, it's uh, You can check it out on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the Warriors Cry. Uh, the Kickstarter itself is a little long to try to give out on the podcast, so I'll put it in the actual comments when I put this up on my Facebook page, and I'll put it in the comments on the SoundCloud page too, so you can join in uh, with the Kickstarter if you want. Um, and, and I, I just pray that you uh, consider joining in with the uh, Kickstarter and becoming a backer of the Kickstarter. Uh, so far, I've got about 580 out of 2,500, and i got 20 t- uh, 22 days remaining on the Kickstarter. So uh, pray about joining in, and if you can, I'd really appreciate it. There are a lot of really cool uh, benefits uh, by joining in to the Kickstarter, uh, but uh, please just think, think about it and uh, send me a message if you uh, have any questions or, or whatever, and I'll be glad to share samples with you just so you can kind of see what I'm working on with the book, um, A Song of You, 30-Day Devotional. So um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and launch into this episode of The Warrior's Cry, and I'm going to share a little bit more music with you uh, from Brian, um, and you know, like I said, consider checking out his music. You can find his stuff at, like I said, cdbaby.com, brianshiltzlovesyou.com, uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, iTunes Radio, uh, wherever else you might want to listen to music. And um, who knows, I might actually do a giveaway 
um, for those of you who share this podcast with your friends and your family because I've got a couple of his CDs coming in. So anyway, we're going to, without further ado, go ahead and join in with the conversation um, that I had with him this morning. Thanks for tuning in. Daddy's not mad at me. Daddy just wants to kiss me. Daddy's not mad at me, so I won't be mad at myself anymore. Daddy's not mad at me. Daddy just wants to kiss me. Daddy's not mad at me, so I won't be mad at myself anymore. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Warriors Cry. This new episode after a couple of months uh, of trying to get Brian Schiltz nailed down on the podcast. I finally have him on the podcast, and I tell you, he is like absolutely my favorite worship artist of 2017 and so far into 2018, and uh, I'm just so thrilled and excited to have him on the podcast. So uh, real quick, Brian, uh, if you don't mind, go ahead and tell people uh, about who you are before we begin. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks for having me, first off. Um Sorry, I've been so hard to get a hold of. My technological advancements are limited uh, in my life. But my name is Brian Schiltz. Uh, I live in the magical land that is Fort Wayne, Indiana. And we have a, a small community of believers who love drinking from the rivers of the goodness of Jesus. And so we. We've been a, uh, an intentional community since 2005 when we, a bunch of us, or a few of us, I guess, moved, moved back to Fort Wayne. I grew up here. Um, and so about, I don't know, 2009, I started writing my own worship tunes. I felt like there was like a, <clears throat> a bit of a, a, a dearth of worship music that I could connect with that displayed uh the relational aspects of Jesus that I had experienced in my own life uh, musically. And so I, I said, hey, I'm going to write my own songs uh, so I can have, so I can just, you know, uh, communicate what my relationship has been with, with the Lord. And then people, some people seem to like it, like seven people maybe. Um, and so I kept writing them and, and uh, it, it, it turned out that we ended up making a record with a bunch of my pals in 2012 and then we made another one in uh in 2017 oh man and i tell you if uh if you listeners out there haven't heard uh me talk about how amazing brian schiltz and the high country river drinkers are um they they are absolutely amazing and uh it, it will shake your theology up a bit uh it's shaken mine uh quite a bit along with some other stuff that i've been uh digging into with John Crowder and all this other, uh, uh, what some people call heretical stuff, <laughs> but I'll, I'll be honest, man, my, my entire life has been changed in these last seven months. And you listeners who listen to the podcast know this. If you know me personally, if you know me, uh, on my videos and my podcast itself, you've probably noticed a big change in my life over these last few months. And I owe some of it, um, to Brian, um, for, even though he indirectly did it, a friend of mine actually shared um, his music with me, and I, ever since then, I just fell in love uh, with it, and I just can't say enough positive things about it. So thank you again for being on the podcast. It's my pleasure, man. 
So uh, before we begin uh, getting into the deep conversation, I want to hear what really changed your life as far as this uh, radical uh, grace that we experience. What what your mind about who God was and who you were in God? Oh, that's the that's the question, isn't it? Um, you know, I think that I excuse me. Um, I've kind of always loved Jesus. We've always interacted in a really uh, fun and playful and positive and uplifting way. Uh, my whole life, I remember uh, having different authority figures in my life kind of like correcting me on my, on my, like, chi- on my childhood theologies about the Lord um, because he was, he was so playful with me and and I always loved him. I remember uh, one of my parents like sitting me down, saying like, "I think this, like this Jesus thing is is a little bit out of balance. Like you, you've gone a little bit overboard, and you're too young to be going this far overboard. Uh, so maybe dial it back, become a more well-rounded individual, and things like that." So I tried that for as long as I could stand it. Um, but the the person of Jesus, the image of the invisible God communicating his love to me uh, was just always kind of the greatest pleasure for me. Um, so I went to, I you know, became friends with uh, my buddy Matt Spinks when we were, when we were teenagers in high school together. We loved Jesus together. And then I went to Bible college, studied Lutheran theology, which has a lot of free grace in it, also has a lot of some other stuff in it. Um, and so as, as the years went on, I actually kind of piled on these, these new theologies because I love Jesus. So I said, oh, he must be in the, these theologies. And so I, I bought into, you know, man, uh, man sinning all the time, sins of omission, sins of commission, all that fun stuff. And then I bought into kind of the, the prayer movement of, well, if, if we pray hard enough, if we, if we all get together and we all like you know really fast and pray and and do the work like then Jesus will rend the heavens and the miracles will come and and you know the people will be saved uh and and uh <clears throat> and then i remember one day we were we were having a meeting in our in our house fellowship and we were all praying and it was Oh boy, we invited a bunch of people, and and we were going through the book of uh, Joel, and I, uh, I remember one of us like shaved our head. It was we were intense, man. We just really loved Jesus and wanted him. We thought we were we were keeping him away, uh, for because we had done things that you know he didn't want to be around. He couldn't be around us because of sin. Like I, <clears throat> I remember I watched TV a couple times on the on the sly. I watched an old western. And uh, people were like, man, that's why the Holy Spirit Spirit didn't come. You watched that TV show, didn't you? And so <clears throat> there was like this heaviness about it all, this seriousness about it all. And one day we were having this prayer meeting, and we got head shaved, and everyone's being somber, and we're just like begging the Lord to forgive us and come back and, and just fill the room. And this rogue agent who I'd never seen before, I've never seen again, uh, just this teenage boy, uh, which is bold, I'm bold of him to show up in like this house of 
you know, people in their 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s, and they're all just like so serious, and they're all praying so hard, uh, declaring that God is so far away because of how bad we are or whatever, because we're not disciplined enough. And this teenage boy just says, uh, we're all praying, and, and there's a lull, you know, like protocol says after the lull, somebody new can pray or whatever. And, and so this teenage boy says, thank you, Lord, that uh, that you're already here. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And I remember that. <clears throat> I remember that because it like it we had we had built this really great system that we could just roll on uh like we could just pray for so long and sing these songs for so long about you know asking the Lord to like come and we you know heart we did harp and bowl style worship and we just pray and sing begging the Lord and but this this kid with this one sentence thank you Lord that you are already here. Oh wow! Uh, broke it like it, it it broke the meeting. Like we just couldn't get back on track. Oh. Um, and uh, that was, you know, that was kind of the the snowflake that started the avalanche for me, uh, and I, I think for our whole community actually. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's funny. You know, scripture says that who knows we might be entertaining angels, and that could have very well been the case. And uh, he sent an unassuming teenager into the midst to wreck you guys. <laughs> yeah, I've I've often wondered about that. Um, I wouldn't, you know, old Jesus is he's a he's a real character, and I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> oh, that is an amazing story. So, uh, yeah. So tell me what I, I, you, you talked about your Western, you watching the Western, uh, movie and how people were like, you know, that's why the Holy Spirit's not coming. Cause you watch that TV show. So is that oh, man. of like Western kind of stuff. Cause you, you mentioned on a video that you're on the storytellers, uh, that you, uh, are, uh, trying to basically kick off cowboy worship or something like that. So what, where did your love of cowboys come from? Mm. Uh, yeah, I am trying to, I, I do, when people ask me what kind of music I play, I say, I call it cowboy worship music because I, I've been having a difficult time trying to figure out if there's a, a genre I can, I can associate my music with. And there really is not, it's not really, you know, what people would, uh, what people are used to when they say worship music. It's not really folk rock music though there's elements of that it's not really bluegrass um so it's not really country but there's elements to it all but i i've always loved i've always loved the simplicity of like western novels and uh just the the western living you know uh they i don't know i mean they respected ladies i really liked that you know, that was one of my, that's another big part of Jesus is Jesus was so countercultural in so many ways. Like the way he treated women um, was, was so countercultural and, and uh, you know, the, you know, Jesus, the original feminist, man. Uh, and, uh, and there's, ele- there's just elements of that in like, in Western um, ideology. When I read, my favorite author is Louis L'Amour and my, 
my papa uh, gave me when he passed away. He gave me all his Louis L'Amour books, and uh, and and Louis L'Amour was a fantastic author. Not because he's able to cook up new Western stories, because really there's always a hero, and the hero's kind of always the same. There's always like a beautiful woman, and she's always kind of the same. She's always got a powerful personality in the midst of like all these other powerful men. You know, this woman is always, you know, like standing strong. And then there's always like a villain. Um, but the difference is, is, is every single story, you don't know how good is going to vanquish evil. You know that evil shall be vanquished and that love will win and that righteousness will prevail, but you never know how it's going to come. And that's, so I feel like so much of that has been lost in storytelling. Now, if it's a, if it's a happy ending, it feels kind of contrived uh, and you can see it coming. Uh, or if it's like a surprise ending, it's normally the bad guy wins. And, and that feels like kind of like lazy storytelling to me as well. Uh, but when I read old westerns, the simplicity, the timelessness of it all, a man, a horse, uh, people being kind to each other, sitting with each other, they don't spend any time on their smartphones. They just sit around the fire. They drink really strong black coffee. And they look into each other's faces. They like they. It may be a little rough and tumble, but they love each other well, and they'll die for each other. It's just um, I, I've always felt like the themes of of the West were themes that um, that that will last forever. And yeah, I mean, there was gold mining, and and you know there were shootouts, and there were. Uh, you know brothels and things like that, but the the prevailing ideology was one of strength and tenderness and community, and I love I love that. Now oh, that's a good detailing of westerns. I've never really been a huge fan of western movies, um, but as my mom started fading, she got to where she would watch. Uh, a channel that all they would play is like Rifleman and a bunch of other like Western old Western shows. And yeah. So I'd sit with her um, towards the end of last year and we'd sit there and watch them. And of course all the stories were about the same, you know, there was always a good and a bad guy and all that kind of stuff, but it is kind of interesting how you explained it. Um, I am a, I am kind of enamored myself by like pirates and stuff like that. Cause for, for very much the same, some of the same reasons now, granted they did mm -hmm. people on the high seas and all that kind of stuff. But you know, um, they had this sense of community when they were in at, at, you know, home, you know? So yeah. Anyway. Um, so what is the biggest inspiration? Uh, you were telling me before we started recording uh, about the reasoning behind your first album, legendary lovers, and your second album, uh, No More Bastards. So if you don't mind, go ahead and go through that again for the, the listening audience. Yeah, I was, you know, um, you would ask me if, if a, another record is on the horizon. And as, as of right now, I, uh, I haven't connected with, a, with like a message uh, that I'm super passionate about communicating a clear, one that would kind of, be encompassed in a full-length record but for the first one legendary lovers uh in 2012 was um i was uh, really wanted to make a record 
that clearly portrayed the romance between Jesus and humanity and humanity's reciprocal romance with Jesus. Uh, Jesus as our husband was like one of the most offensive things that uh, that I had ever heard. And, and, you know, when you hear Song of Songs and people are like, oh, yeah, this is like a mirrored image of you and Jesus. It was always weird to me. And I was like, I can't, I'm not into that. And then one day um, in my interactions with the Lord, it just clicked. And I said, you know, you are my, like, you are my great love. You are, um, you are the greatest romance that there's ever been. Uh, and I started, you know, drinking deeply from that well and uh and so i started writing songs about it and we made a record we made an entire record about the love affair between uh you know humanity and and jesus and then uh after that i started digging more and more into you know there's that verse when paul says you know like we all have one father and there's no distinction when he says that um and so that really impacted me on such a deep level, and I thought to myself, man, like, I wonder if the love of God, the inclusion of the cross, uh, is much more powerful and pervasive than I had ever anticipated before. Um, and so as I went down that path and looked at those scriptures and reread those Bible verses that I'd been told a hundred times, but reread them in context, uh, not only in the context of the, that scripture, but in the context of all the Bible and the context of the personality and character and nature of who uh, you know Jehovah is. And uh, man, I felt really passionate about making a record uh, about a new covenant, one in which humanity is included. Um, you know, in God, like we are in Christ, just as he is in the Father. Uh, so anyways, so I made There's No More Bastards, um, which I, I guess has is a semi-controversial title. Um, but if you look at the artwork, I feel like it's, it's a, a bit of a mixed bag because you get There's No More Bastards, which is kind of controversial, but the artwork is kind of like uh, child-friendly, I feel like. So anyways, yeah. Yeah, you got like a it's a it's a cowboy Jesus on a horse, and uh, it looks like a an Indian princess riding on a donkey behind him or something. Yeah, if you so if you own the physical copy, you'll notice you can follow the whole the artwork all the way around. My wife actually, uh, who I would love to you know we could we could do a whole show on the glories and wonders of my wife. Um, but my wife, my wife did the artwork, and so if you follow the cover all the way around and you kind of open up the CD case, um, it's Jesus on a horse, and then a little uh, beautiful Native American girl on a donkey, and then behind her, like it, uh, uh, an Indian boy on a donkey, and then an African boy on another donkey, and then a little white girl on a donkey, and he's leading them through the desert into. A, you know, land flowing with milk and honey and uh, all sorts of goodies. That makes me appreciate the album art even more. I need to get a physical copy. All I've all I've been listening to it on is uh, Google Play Music and uh, uh, you know 
that's the only place I've gotten it, but I need to get a physical copy, you know, to bless you as well as, uh, you know, to have that, that physical art. Cause that sounds amazing. Yeah. We, you know, I, uh, I'm one of like the, the, the 43 people left on planet earth that really loves CDs and like having a tactile, um, copy of something. So every time new music comes out, I go to, like, I go to one of my two local record stores and, and if they don't have it, I ask them to order it. And I know I can just get it from Amazon cheaper. Um, but yeah, we put a lot of, we put a lot of work into trying to make the, even it's so much money to print vinyl. It's like $5,000 to print vinyl. Um, but we, we put a lot of work into printing CDs that have like, there's like a songbook in there. There's some scripture from like my favorite Native American Bible translation on the inside. And there's pictures of fathers and sons. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. It sounds fantastic. I'm, I'm going to order your, uh, physical copies as soon as we get done recording. Cause I've got your website pulled up here. Um, I don't know how much more time you have, but, uh, let's see what time is it now? Looks like it's 1131 and we started recording probably around 11. 10. How much more time? Sure. Do you have? I got time, man. <laughs> I got plenty of time. Awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's fantastic, man. I'll tell you, um, you know, most of my listeners have already heard, and I don't know if you've actually listened to any of my podcasts before or watched any of my videos. I saw you kind of peek your head in on my video that I just did about an hour ago. Um, but, uh, you know, this, this radical love that I've gotten a hold of, like my, my background is I was kind of raised in a Lutheran church as well. And so, um, you know, Martin Luther and, you know, uh, but the funny thing is the Lutheran church that I was raised in was actually a spirit filled Lutheran church, if you can believe that. Oh, baby, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I actually learned about talking in tongues and prophecy and all that kind of stuff. And I remember getting baptized in the Holy Spirit by, uh, the, the pastor and he's wearing his head to toe, um, uh, Vespers, you know, uh, huh. Yeah. On and standing in the middle around the altar and he touched my head with oil and, and, uh, anointed me. And man, I, I, I still remember that to this day. And, uh, and, and God really worked on me hard during that moment. Cause I, I literally could not speak for like about a day and all I could respond Ooh. to and talk to me was just in tongues. Like it was just, a weird experience, you know? And, uh, so God got a hold of me back then. And, and here I go going on this journey. And then about five, six, seven years ago, I started studying, um, the love of God and, and talking about how, you know, we're supposed to love God with all our heart, mind, body, and soul, and love our neighbors ourselves. And, and that was what I built my mantra around, but there was still a lot of judgment and a lot of fear, uh, on, my head, um, because I was afraid that when I screwed up, God was up there ready to spank me. And, um, and I, and I struggled a lot with pornography and lust and all this kind of stuff. And, and then I met Anthony golden and I'm, I'm sure you, uh, you and him are friends on Facebook as well. And, and, uh, he, he, he rattled my brain back in uh, August of 17. And he said, you know, he goes that the, the two verses you're building your life around are actually the summation of the entire law of the old Testament, the old covenant. And I said, well, I've never really thought about it that way. He goes, yeah, Jesus actually told us, uh, he said, I give you a new commandment to love each other as I have loved you. And, and that basically not only wrapped up the entire Old Testament, but it actually fulfilled the entire nature of grace. 
And so he, he got a hold of me with that. And the next thing I know, he's sending me a copy of No More Bastards. He's sending me a copy of the audio audiobook of uh, um, the uh, Mystical Union by John Crowder. And I start listening to this stuff and I start just getting completely wrecked uh, by the music and by this book and, and, and this radical idea that I didn't have to sin anymore and I didn't have to mess up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like all of a sudden my life has shifted seven months ago, and now I'm literally like drunk in the Holy Spirit pretty much every single day, even when I go to work. And here I am working at a a big corporation, and I won't say that on the recording, but I work at this big corporation. And the first time I come into work, you know, just completely drunk out of my mind, and I'm giggling and laughing and hugging everybody and just, you know, telling everybody that they're amazing and they're awesome. And and uh, one of the girls said, uh, she looked at me and she said, uh, have you been drinking this morning? I said, well, kind of. <laughs> and she said, uh, she said, well, that's not good. You're not supposed to be drinking before you come into the. <laughs> I, said, uh, I said, well, I'm not drinking what you think I'm drinking. I'm, I'm, I am drinking, but not what you think I'm drinking. And she goes, well, what are you drinking? I really got to know. I said, I really can't talk about it at work. I really can't talk about it at work. And my manager was sitting in the office and he happens to be a fellow believer. And he heard this whole exchange. And next thing you know, he yells out of the office. He's like, he's drunk in the Holy Spirit. He's got him some Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like when I come in smiling and happy and hugging everybody and loving them and telling them how amazing they are. Like they'll ask me, did you take a shot this morning? <laughs> Yeah, man. What's funny? No, I took two. I took two shots this morning. <laughs> What's funny is when I have those experiences, it's like, you know, even though they're asking this, this really fleshly question of, you know, did you take a shot this morning and how that sounds to the fleshly ears, you know, but, uh, mm -hmm. uh, but they're asking this, but it's immediately causing them to remember what, what my manager said from the office that one day that he's drunk in the Holy spirit. And so when they say that, I immediately know that I'm actually being a good witness to this love, this grace, this radical grace that, that Jesus has introduced me to. And, and, um, it's, it's an amazing thing. And, you know, your music has been a big inspiration. I've shared it with a bunch of people. Uh, I know Lynn Spinks told you that we were playing it at the mystical school in Charlotte. Um, and, uh, with John Crowder there and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I had an opportunity to meet Lynn, Lynn and, uh, uh, Nathan, uh, Dickerson, uh, those guys. Are, oh yeah. Uh, when Nathan came in, he comes up and he gives me a big old hug and he's like, it's like a dream come true. You know? And I was like, man, this is amazing. <laughs> like literally, I, I didn't, I don't know these guys from Adam except for on Facebook. And then all of a sudden it's like, I, I met brothers that I've known for all these years that I've only met in person once, you know? And, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, I thank you for just being obedient to what God's doing in your life. You're an amazing brother. And, oh, man, I just I love your music. And, and everybody I share your music with at first when it starts playing, they just look at me like I'm cro like cross-eyed or whatever. They're like, what are you playing me? You know, and then all of a sudden, the words again, you know, that 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 uh, daddy's not mad at me. Daddy just wants to kiss you, uh, kiss me. You know, it's like all of a sudden I can see tears welling up in their eyes when they hear it for the first time, you know, and uh, when I first heard it, I played it on loop for probably like an hour 
you know, at work. And, um, so it's, it's, uh, it's such a good thing. And I'm so thrilled to have you on the podcast. So, uh, uh, you're an amazing guy, brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, thank you so much for, you know, I, I, people every now and again, send me thank yous. And, and I just, I mean, I'm just like flabbergasted that, that I get to be even just a small part of like your worship time of your romance time with your husband, Jesus. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a re I mean, it's such an honor, man. Uh, thank you. It, thank you so much for allowing me to, to kind of sit in on it and have, you know, any sort of, any sort of impact on it is just, it blows my mind. And so thank you. so Thank you so much. <laughs> well, we could go back and forth thanking each other for an hour, but I don't <laughs> <time> for that. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to listen to that. <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and finish off this episode. Uh, go ahead and check out Brian Schiltz loves you.com. You can purchase his albums there um, and you can get a physical copy. Brian Schiltz loves you.com. He's also got some samplers up there that you can listen to uh, and download. Uh, this guy's an amazing guy and I'm just so thrilled to be ancient friends with you, Brian. I'm just so thrilled. And I, I hope one day I'll be able to get up to Fort Wack and actually give you a big old hug. I look, I look forward to it, or maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll get over there and see you sometime soon. <laughs> well, that'd be amazing too. I'd love to, to meet you and your wife and, uh, I'd love to meet Matt. I haven't met him yet. He's, uh, he and Len were on my podcast back in, um, uh, I think it was back in December and, uh, just a couple of really good guys. And I, I fell in love with Len, man. He's like a, a papa. And I told him that. And, uh, when he came in and I gave him a big old hug, man, it was like, I was hugging daddy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do. I know. I know that hug. Well, <laughs> so yeah, but I'll let you get back to work, man. I really appreciate you coming, uh, taking time out of your day and, uh, and, and spending it with me and, and once again, I, I wanted to thank you publicly for joining in on my Kickstarter. I really appreciate that. Oh yeah, it's my pleasure. We are, we are ancient and eternal family, and uh, every you know everything that that I have is yours, and everything you have is 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 the Father's. You know, like we're all we're all woven together. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, spending this drinking time with me and making me a little tipsy. <laughs> I know. I get, yeah, I'm the one that has to go back to work after this. So we'll see how that goes. We'll I feel like I'm going to be the most productive I've ever been today. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be honest. When I go into work drunk, like I have some of the best days that I've ever had. And last year, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, and, and we'll end the call after this. But last year, um, you know, I, I went through a lot of stuff. My dog died early in, in 2017. My, uh, oh, I'm so sorry. My stepdad's uh, mom passed away in January of last year or February of last year. And then my mom passed away in November of 2017. And uh, for the majority of last year, I was discovering this glorious grace uh, of God and, and all of this. And, and then I found out not long ago that uh, I was uh, uh, chosen to be in the top 100 of my company and they're actually flying us to a uh, uh an awards dinner awards ceremony down in orlando at the end of this month and 
the fact is, this last year was one of the worst years of my life personally, except for my growth spiritually. And um, last year was one of the worst years, but the fact that I spent most of last year drunk in the Holy Spirit and I was able to actually accomplish all this great stuff with work and getting recognized for that and all that kind of stuff, it's just an amazing thing, you know? Um, so I think I'm more productive when I'm drunk in the Holy Spirit than I am when I'm not. <laughs> it's that's true, man. I'm telling you what. There's, I mean, we don't need to, we we don't need to spend a ton of time talking about the practical applications of the juice, but <laughs> um, I'm t- I'm telling you what. We talk about this often in fellowship because uh, a lot of us have w- when we go into our jobs, so much of it is just remembering that your atmosphere is the most is the most powerful atmosphere that there is and so you can go into your workplace and if you know people are doing things that are harming themselves or harming other people it can be a, a powerful atmosphere but yours is the most powerful atmosphere and so remembering that allows you not only to not be overcome by anything negative that's going on around you but also to overcome you know darkness with light and hope and you know that good old-fashioned intoxication amen 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 so uh yeah we're gonna go ahead and end the call let you get back to work thanks for uh joining me on this uh podcast and uh i love you brother (laughs) i love you too james you're a treasure man oh thank you brother daddy's not mad at me daddy just wants to kiss me not mad at me, so I won't be mad at myself anymore. Daddy's not mad at me. Daddy just wants to kiss me. Daddy's not mad at me, so I won't be mad at myself anymore. So what do you brothers and sisters think of Brout Brian Schiltz? Isn't he such a lovely, lovely soul? <laughs> oh, man. I tell you, I I uh, I, I think he is. I, I I have a man crush. I'll be honest. This guy is like just totally amazing, and uh, you know, I, I think um, a lot of my uh, transformation these last few months, like I said in the podcast uh, uh, interview, was uh, due to just the words that he sang. They were like literally singing deep into my spirit, deep into um, the the. The, the creation, the annals of creation uh, inside of my bones. You know, it's like a fire that's in my bones. And, and he spoke life through his music, whether he realized it or not. And his music uh, travels way further than I'm sure he ever imagined that it would. You know, he probably thought he was going to record it just for a handful of folks. And it, 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 it gets to this guy here in North Carolina. And as a result, it's spread to... Um, different places because uh, of, of of my willingness to share it and Anthony's willing to share it, willingness to share it, and everyone else that I've introduced to it, they've been sharing that music, and that's how it works, right? The message of Christ is 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 not something that is forced; it's it's organic, right? And 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 so when you get a hold of this message of who you are in Christ. It just makes things a little easier when it comes to sharing the love of Christ, right? So, ah, <laughs> I love that guy, and I love his music. And uh, I, I 
play some of his music on the podcast, and I hope he doesn't mind uh, my sharing it. I hope that it allows him to maybe make a few more album sales uh, out there, and uh, I hope you hear the music and you like it enough to where you want to purchase that music and and participate uh, in his ministry um, because he he works... You know, he works at a, 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 a troubled kids shelter, I think is what he said, and, and he's got such a sweet spirit, a kind heart, and I can't wait to actually be able to hug that guy's neck and, um, and, and just, oh, man, heap the love of Christ on him because he's just an amazing guy, and I just, I, 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 think, um, I think the world of him, and I thank Jesus Christ for uh, introducing me to him through uh, friends like Anthony and and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, like I said in my uh, pre-recorded conversation, that he was—he's been my favorite worship artist of 2017, 2018 so far, and he's introduced me to some other music uh, as well that I've fallen in love with um, through him. You know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have learned some of these other artists out there who were just as amazing uh, songwriters as he is, and and. Uh, so, and I'll share some of those guys with you because they're all uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful men and women of God that I've been introduced through him and through the community uh, of Fort Wack, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, Matt Spink's ministry that he's got up there. But anyway, so I'm going to finish off this podcast. I hope you really enjoyed listening to it. Um, I'm just going to finish it off basically saying, hey, uh, go to my Facebook ca- uh, page, facebook.com forward slash the Warriors Cry. You can like the page. And I've been doing videos like, you know, about two to three times a week, just sharing this glorious grace of God. And, uh, you know, the message might seem repetitive. It might seem the same every day. But the thing is, is that our glorious gospel that we share is not this uh, really advanced, uh, hard to understand thing. It's not this formula that, that we've heard preached. It's not this, this law that is spread in the name of the gospel. It's not that at all. It's, it's the glorious grace that is Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I, I hope that you hear in my voice um, the, the message of the cross. And I hope you hear the love that I have for you guys. And, and, and when we meet in person, I hope you, you feel that love. And I hope, I hope you, you see Jesus in me. Because uh, if you don't, I, 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 I pray that, 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 that you do. Um, because <laughs> I, 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 I've seen Jesus and, and I've been floating in this honey of the Holy Spirit for these last six, seven months. And, and, and it's been the best experience that I've ever had in my entire life. And, and I want you to know that this glorious grace of God is yours. It's a gift that has been given to you. Jesus has exchanged his glory for your righteousness so that you could have part in, in, in the fullness of his righteousness and that you could be seated in heavenly places in him, that he could be the love inside of you, the belief inside of you, the kindness inside of you, the righteousness inside of you. It is no longer your righteousness that is filthy rags. You are the righteousness of Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. And you are beauty itself to him. I love you guys so much. And uh, 
thanks again for listening to the podcast. Um, support this ministry by going to teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the Warriors Cry. You can purchase a t-shirt there. And like I said earlier, you can support my Kickstarter by going to kickstarter.com and doing a search for the Song of You. Um, you'll recognize it. It's got my uh, my uh, uh, my mug on the the, the, the picture there. <laughs> my beautiful face. <laughs> so uh, yeah, just check it out and uh, you know support if you want. You can send as little as a dollar if you want. It doesn't matter to me. I just I would love to be able to get this book in your hands so that you can um, see the goodness that Jesus sees in you um, and that he's revealed uh, to me to share with you. Um, I've been spending a lot of time in prayer and thanksgiving and worship, and uh, I thank God daily uh, to have been given this opportunity to minister to you guys who listen. I've got listeners all the way out in Japan, which is a humbling thing. I've got listeners in Australia and uh, Germany and um, all over the United States, and it is truly humbling to know that I've got people out there that are listening from all over the world. Um, I love you guys so much, and I'm so glad that you're here with me. Send me a message on Facebook. Let me know that you're listening. Tell me what you think. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, and once again, check out BrianSchiltzLovesYou.com and purchase a CD um, so that he can be blessed and that he can actually... Uh, um, reap some benefits from the benefit that you're getting from him. So uh, I love you guys. <laughs> Hope you have a great rest of the day. There's a king in my dreams and he's heard all my screams and he sings You are alive, you are my life Oh, this king in my dreams gathers me neath his wings and he sings I do not regret you and I will not forget you